Welcome everyone to the very first episode of the Hugo at Home podcast. I'm your host Laura and I'm really happy to be embarking on this cosy journey with you all. In this first episode, apologies in advance, you're going to be hearing a lot of my voice. Our guest speakers and call-ins will start in a couple of weeks time. We've got some really, really great guests coming up to speak to you all. But today it's my voice because I really wanted to introduce myself and share what sparked my passion for the Danish lifestyle of Hugo, which is essentially finding happiness through life's simple pleasures. My own love affair with Hugo began a few months before COVID when I discovered a gorgeous little book called The Little Book of Hugo. It's all about the Danish philosophy of finding happiness in life's simple pleasures. I couldn't put it down. I read it in one day and it just really calmed me, resonated with me. And I thought I will never use the words stuck at home ever again, which was great because then we went into COVID. So making the most of the small things, enjoying moments of togetherness each day and always having something, albeit small, to look forward to really helped us to get through those initial 12 weeks of the first lockdown, along with our children, Alfie and Eva, who were obviously quite small at that point. So we cooked, we baked, enjoyed meals together as a family. We took our daily walk with a flask of hot chocolate and looked forward to our Friday night movie under the blankets with popcorn and pizza. We spent our Sundays crafting, creating and playing board games And underneath all of the uncertainty and angst about the worldwide situation at that time, I really feel that Hugo helped us to stay happy, safe and mentally healthy. So moving on from that, discovering the concept of Hugo truly did change my life in so many positive ways. I went from feeling overwhelmed and anxious to really having a sense of peace, gratitude and purpose. Honestly, before Hugo, I was always stressed about everything on my to-do list as a busy mum and a business owner. I'd rush through my day trying to get things done without really being present. I was in a job I disliked. I felt constantly stressed and quite unhappy. Learning about Hugo helped me shift my mindset to focus on finding joy in the moment, however small. These little mindful moments changed everything. Now I have more patience, more laughter and more connection in my days. My family bonds over cooking, crafts, game nights, Hugo activities and just enjoying all of our time together. Don't get me wrong, not everything is perfect and I'm sure that will come out in future podcasts. But Hugo really reminds me just to slow down and appreciate this one precious life. It showed me how to transform the everyday through intention and I really hope to inspire that in this Hugo at Home community. So the story continued when I set out to create Hugo at Home, formerly called Little Box of Hugo. In a nutshell, at Hugo at Home, I really love making home fragrance. We, I work from a cabin in the garden, which is the Hugo at Home HQ, making candles, diffusers, wax melts from using soy wax, essential oils, um, botanicals. I also make natural vegan skincare. I use it on myself, the family use it, and I really enjoy curating Hugo boxes that are truly special and meaningful. Each item in my Hugo boxes is either made by me, made by the mother-in-law, or it's carefully selected to reflect the spirit of Hugo. In the Hugo boxes, the items allow the recipient to have a moment of calm, 
wellness and relaxation in the comfort of their own home. Items that everyone can enjoy and that they will appreciate. Also, just a note to add, I'm really passionate about sustainability and conscious living. And I believe in the importance of taking care of our planet and promoting ethical practices. And that's why my candles are crafted using eco-friendly materials and my skincare range embraces natural ingredients sourced responsibly. But anyway, Huger at Home is more than just products. It's a community. The podcast, the blog, the social media channels and the website are all designed to foster a supportive network where you can connect with like-minded individuals, you can seek inspiration and you can share in the joy of embracing Huger together. Following on from the trailer... I wanted to share with you what Huger is to me. Well, first of all, Huger reminds me to slow down and be fully present. It's about treasuring the everyday instead of rushing onto the next thing. So for example, listening to my children read at night before bedtime, it's my favorite time of the day, really helps me connect with the children. We enjoy that time together. And obviously reading is just so important anyway. Secondly, Huger is about caring for yourself. Friday evenings, a pamper night, no matter what. The boys are at football. It's Eva and I at home. We have a basket next to the sofa full of all self-care products, potions, lotions, blankets. We just enjoy that time together having a pamper. It really helps her as well. She's had a you know, hard, busy week at school. She's six years old. She just really wants to chill and de-stress too on a Friday night and it's great spending that time with her. Thirdly, you know, Hugo's about bringing people together, making homemade pizzas on Saturday night, movie night, board games. Spending that time with friends and family is just so important. I guess my vision for this podcast is I want to explore all facets of Hugo. So not just the candles and the throw blankets, but really the mindfulness behind it. And my hope is that each week we'll find inspiration for living life a little more slowly, gently and joyfully. So this week we're going to talk about bringing Huger into everyday life. One of the things I love most about Huger is that it can be incorporated into all aspects of everyday life. It's not just about, you know, lighting a candle and putting a blanket around you. You can add Huger into your regular routines and spaces and things that you do throughout your day. For example... In my home, I try to cultivate Huga by layering in warm throws. I mean, even if it's the hottest day, you will still see me wrapped in a blanket. It just is always going to happen. The house, I like calming colours, natural elements like rattan accents and wood. I add cosy spots for family time, like our little reading nook, which is filled with books, puzzles, soft pillows. And I never, obviously, underestimate the power of lighting the neon or lighting a soy candle to instantly create warmth in the room. The kitchen turns into a hub of seasonal huger when we bake spiced gingerbread cookies or pumpkin bread on crisp autumn weekends. The kids love mixing and cutting the shapes while cinnamon and nutmeg fill the air and nothing feels more comforting. The kitchen really is, I suppose, one of the main spots of the house where we congregate, obviously chat together, cook together, bake together. Even on busy days, I enjoy going for brisk morning walks, even if it's me walking the kids to school, to really appreciate the change in season, to get some fresh air. Huga can be moving your body in nature while noticing the beauty around you. So, you know, I really do recommend trying to get out for a little bit of a walk as often as you can. 
if you've not got time to be going to the gym and working out, just you try and get yourself a bit of exercise and enjoy the fresh air too. Crafting, really important. You can, you know, crafting time. So crafting handmade cards and letters with Eva while sipping hot chocolate or even, you know, reading my favourite books. Tucked under a blanket really helps me unwind. I find the creative process really fulfilling in life. Our gardens. I invite in Hugo by being fully present while watering the plants. I really enjoy sitting peacefully in the cabin as I sip my coffee, growing herbs like lavender. And we do enjoy our meals outside picnic style. Your work life, obviously we spend a lot of time in our jobs, not you know, maybe not being at home. So, you know, add plants, warm lighting, cozy seating, declutter your office space, make tea breaks, relaxing rituals, really enjoy that time. Have meaningful conversations with your co-workers. Hugo could come into your social life, host small gatherings with close friends, focused on quality conversations, have game nights, cook, bake together. It's really important to give loved ones your full presence. Self-care, touched on it a little bit, but take your bath surrounded by candlelight. Practice meditation, focus on your breath work or soothing yoga poses. Also try to unplug from your devices and just be still, enjoy the present moment. Parenting, well, get on your child's level, give hugs, have slow-paced family days with board games, uh, read bedtime stories using warm, calm tones, travel, seek out cosy cafes and boutique hotels with a homey feel, wander slowly through new places, really appreciating the sights that you can see. Hugo is about finding beauty, comfort and community in everyday spaces and activities. Whether it's lighting a scented candle before bed, spending quality time with your kids or preparing a nourishing meal, small cosy rituals enhance your day-to-day life. Hugo is finding magic in the ordinary through intention and appreciation. Whether curling up to read with a cup of tea, having heart-to-hearts during long walks or infusing your get-togethers with presents, every part of life can just feel that little bit cosier. Even just taking a few minutes in each part of your routine to slow down, find beauty and appreciate the moment can really make everyday activities so much more nourishing. So how do you bring Hugo into your life? I'd really love to hear. Don't forget we have the Hugo at Home Facebook group where we will be continuing the chat following the podcasts. Um, so I'd love to hear what about what is Hugo in your life on there. So this week, favourite Hugo recipes. So now that we've been talking about bringing Hugo into the kitchen, I wanted to share two of my personal favourite cosy recipes from last week's blog, which was 18 cosy Hugo inspired recipes, perfect for autumn. So first up is the pumpkin spiced latte. 23rd of September, Saturday officially autumn time although I've been in autumn for probably the past couple of weeks actually wishing the sun would disappear a little bit and um, pumpkin spice everything at the moment loving pumpkin spice latte you can find the recipe and the methods on the blog but here we go ingredients two shots of espresso or a strongly brewed coffee 60 grams of milk of choice I personally um, prefer oat milk. It's just really lovely, creamy. 60 grams of pumpkin puree. One tablespoon of pumpkin spice and one tablespoon of maple syrup. Um, So simple instructions, just, you know, make the coffee as you usually would. Brew the espresso shots, brew the strong coffee. Meanwhile, heat the milk over medium heat until it's steaming but not boiling. 
Into that, whisk the pumpkin, whisk in your pumpkin spice and your maple syrup together. And then just combine the coffee, the steamed milk and the pumpkin mixture and top with whipped cream and pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Why not? Extra little treat on top. The second recipe I wanted to spotlight this week is the gingerbread cookies. I mean, is there anything more quintessentially Hugo than the aroma of gingerbread baking on a chilly weekend afternoon? 240 grams of softened butter, 240 grams of brown sugar, one egg, 60 grams of treacle, 120 grams of flour, two teaspoons of ginger, one teaspoon of cinnamon, one teaspoon of baking soda, half a teaspoon of cloves. So to make it, beat together the butter and the brown sugar, mix in the egg, mix in the treacle, and in a separate bowl, just combine your dry ingredients. Gradually mix the dry ingredients into, into what the dough will actually be quite thick. Wrap it up and chill it for at least a couple of hours in the fridge. Preheat your oven to 175, and then the, the good bit, roll out the dough to about a quarter inch thickness, Cut it into shapes if you want to, if you've got any um, cutters that you can use. It doesn't take long to bake. As I say, low heat, about 175, bake for 8 to 10 minutes. Leave them to cool on wire racks. And then if you want to, decorate it as you as you desire afterwards. I'd love to hear what your favourite cosy recipes are. So again, feel free to share them by leaving a comment on the podcast or by joining in with a conversation on the Hugo at Home Facebook group. We're going to finish today by some Hugo reading recommendations. So one of my favourite ways to cultivate Hugo is curling up with a good book. The simple act of reading is so comforting and it allows you to slow down and unwind. So I wanted to share a, a few Hugo-inspired reading recommendations just in case you're looking for some cosy reads. So first, I've mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast, The Little Book of Hugo by Mika Viking, which started my whole journey. It really is just a great must-read introduction to the Danish art of living well. Mika um, really breaks down the principles and practices behind Hugo in such an engaging way. Lots of hints, tips. As I say, this really started my, my journey into a calmer, cosier, more happy life. So really recommend reading that. We do sell it on the website. You can get a, a kind of Hugo Beginnings curated gift box that includes it. Um, second up, Wintering by Catherine May. One that's quite new to me, but it's a really comforting book about the fallow periods of life. Times when we must retreat to care for and repair ourselves and how we can come through these times with the wisdom of knowing that, like the seasons, our winters and summers are just the ebb and flow of life. A series of books by Debbie McComber, but I'm focusing today on the Cedar Cove collection, which has got 12 books in total. So Cedar Cove, quite a little town, it's in Washington State. It may be small, but it has a big heart and everyone looks out for each other. But, you know, being a tight-knit community, keeping secrets is hard. So each book focuses on a different set of characters, even though their lives are connected and intertwined together. So the first in the series of The Cedar Cove by Debbie McComer, M-A-C-O-M-B-E-R, in case you're wondering, is 16 Lighthouse Road. Highly recommended. And on a lot of the Hugo groups, I've seen that popping up too. Again, I'd love to hear any other Hugo-focused or cosy reads that you recommend in the comments or again on the Facebook group. I'm always looking for my next book to snuggle up with and to get lost in. There's nothing more Hugo than that. 
Okay, so episode two in two weeks' time. We have got, and I'm very excited about this, the lovely Fiona from Living a Nordic Life. She's going to be sharing her stories from Norway and letting us know what it's truly like living a Nordic life. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast to keep updated on new episodes and also join the Huger at Home Facebook community or the social media pages to carry on the conversation. Thank you very much for listening. Bye for now and enjoy the rest of your week.